do you believe in women empowerment? Do you believe that you can turn your dreams into realities? In today's episode, I interview Omi. Omi is a public speaker, a woman empowerment person, and she will be taking us more on her story to this journey, Women Empowerment. Welcome to Elevate with Bridget. I'm your author, life coach, and content creator. Thank you for tuning in and welcome back to today's episode. Guess what? We have an agent of transformation and change here. And I would like you to meet her because she's going to help us to turn all our dreams into realities and also push us to greatness. Hudmi Hussein is Bengali by blood and Italian by birth. She's a self-published author, speaker, blogger, polygot, and mentor. She works in the financial service industry in Canada where she resides. Welcome, Hudmi, to Elevate with Bridget. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. And how is everything at your end? Everything is good. How about you? A sunny holiday here. So can you tell what you do and where you are speaking from? Anything we didn't see? What do you do? Yes. So I am speaking from Montreal, Canada. Uh, this is where I live. I work in the financial sector uh, for an investment management firm. And I am a self-published author, speaker, mentor, blogger, YouTuber. And I'm a big advocate for women's empowerment. Okay, I like that. So, how did your journey start when you, like, growing up? How was the journey like? Was it smooth? Was it rough? Or is it a mixture of both? It was, it was hard, I have to say, because I'm a third culture kid. I'm a product of a third culture kid, so I grew up in a very Western society while at home in my own house, we were very, uh, we grew up in, with a, within a very South Asian mindset. So there was a little bit of clash there because I was born and raised in Italy and my parents are from Bangladesh. So often in times there was conflict in ideas in things I could do and things that I couldn't do. So I often struggle with finding an identity and understanding who I am as a as a person and understanding what cultures uh, belong to me. Your personality or what you do, you said, you said something that you empower women. And how did you decide that I have to take this positive step to empower women? I think I was very much inspired by other um females that I was following. Uh, I think I had a lot of inspiration from a lot of celebrities like Meghan Markle, uh, who basically is a big support and an advocate for women's empowerment. And I also drew it from my own personal experience where I come, because where I come from, there are a lot of double standards and I wanted to change that. So a couple of years ago, I was, I feel like I had the vocation and I was like, you know what, I do want to make a change. And I 
there are things that I never felt were fair towards me. So I want to take a step towards changing that. So basically what happened is I took little steps such as joining different organizations uh, that support women's empowerment. I also decided to open up my blog. I decided to be a mentor. So with those little steps, I started to help other women and empower them, bring, um, give them confidence, tell them to embrace themselves push them to encourage them to pursue their dreams. So it's literally started, literally started with joining organizations, being a mentor, writing blogs, and creating my own own things that could help other women. What was the driving force? I decided that I have to share person or financial consultant or analyst or any role that you are playing in the financial cycle. Because I know you are holding one of the highest uh, financial I was CFE and it's not a small thing. So what's the motivation? I would say it was just to bring a change. That was my main motivation. It's just that I was so much driven to like change the landscape that I literally push myself to go for, forward with this. Um, yes, you're right. I do have the CFA, uh, which is one of the highest designation in the financial industry. And that to getting the CFA was also something that I always wanted to do because I feel like there are not that many women working in finance. And I feel like I had to lead by example and show other women that, you know, we can achieve anything that we want and we can get any type of certification that we want. So with the women empowerment, what's the drive? Why you do what you do to support women? I know you have said a lot, but I know that there's something, something pushing you to do that. Um, I would say it's probably the, the fact that I belong to, um, a community. Uh, of other women so I am part of an, another organization called Women in Leadership and we are a group of five ladies who basically support each other to help other women to be in more leadership positions and the fact that I am part of this community is just um, a driver on its own because we really support each other and I mean, we just want to see each other get better but also help a community of sisters uh, getting better uh, at what they do and being an advocate for themselves. Okay, that's great. So I want to ask you this thing. Do you think women empowerment is being dealt with or there's more room for improvement or we have to put in more action into that? What um, do you think about it? Yes, there is always room for, for improvement, but I don't think... Um, when it comes to improvement, I think it's something that it has to be like a collaborative type of work where both men and women work to help each other. Because I think a lot of the times we think that women's empowerment is just about women, but I think we all have to work together for gender equality, for promoting more women in leadership roles, uh, for helping out women at home. Uh, so I think it's more like a, a, a teamwork, I would say. So it's not just something that touches women, but I think it touches men as well. Okay. Since this one is woman to woman, I would like to know more about what your organization, the Women Empowerment Group, 
that maybe some of the programs that you love to share on this platform this podcast yeah of course so for the women in leadership organization we have a series of, of uh, programs that happen during the year and there is one happening i think in september which is a leadership development program where women can sign up there are certain weeks of programs they they certain weeks of uh, courses that they have to take and then i think they get a title so basically they are um there are coaches that help them out in leadership in this leadership development type of program that's great because skills and coaching and everything is important mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. women because sometimes i feel like there's more space that we need to do to help each other like with the things we do doing conferences video calls and other stuff to just help each other mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I want to ask you something regarding the still on women empowerment, regarding what you do there, what's your biggest regret regarding what you do to help others? I don't think I have any. I mean, if I would regret it, I wouldn't do it to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what is the fun experience regarding? I would say. I would say the fact that I get to know different people from different backgrounds and different parts of the continent, I think that's something that really enriched me because um because some of the work that I do are virtual, I have the opportunity to be connected worldwide uh with people from different parts of the world. So I would say that's probably the most fun thing about the work that I do. So when you are doing these things, how do you feel the energy How do you feel inside you when you are doing all these things to help people? Uh I would say I feel very energized and very uplifted and I would say also very happy at the end. Okay, you feel great. Okay. So, what's your routine like regarding what you do? Your job, women empowerment, blogging and a whole lot of things that you do. What's is your routine like is it kind of boring or is it full of energy no it's definitely not not boring otherwise i wouldn't do it but it's more um <laughs> <laughs> it's very i would say systematic the the routine that i have i i do okay. many things so i need to keep things in place and i use a google calendar to help me out to be on schedule so that like having a, an organized uh timeline and plan really helps you to, to get things done because I, i i remember i called someone regarding doing certain tasks even setting the goals but through sessions mm-hmm. and other stuff he was able to do it and i even recommended the google calendar for him and it's like it's mm-hmm. keeping his life on track now so is a good thing because sometimes we do feel like oh we already have the tasks in mind why should i write it down why should i track myself why should i plan it down or something mm-hmm. like that yes yes so is a good what is success to you success i would say is doing what makes you happy that's my definition of success uh, it's not about money <laughs> No, for sure. Because I not. think people have their definition of success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but not for me. Okay. 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 So success is what makes you happy. Yes. And you feel happy by helping people, right? Exactly. 
you have any habit you often do that has brought you far? Working out. I have a tendency of working out four times per week. And working out has really helped me to shape myself mentally and be stronger mentally. And it is something that I've been doing constantly over and over again. And I always try to make sure that I do include um, a little bit of working out uh, each week. That's something that has brought me far. Okay. Working out, is it exercise like going to the gym or something like that? Uh, it's a little bit of working, yes, going to the gym as well as taking courses like uh, group courses such as uh, boot camp, hit workout, as well as running outside or doing boxing. Oh, okay, okay, that's great. So in your, your, as part of your position or things you do, you mentioned that you are a speaker mm-hmm. and I want to to act with this and I know a lot of people listening to me are finding ways to also be speakers but it's very difficult to even stand in front of people, small people, large people. So is public speaking hard? Um it is hard but it's not impossible. So there are different ways you can join the Toastmaster Club, which is a non-profit organization dedicated to improve your public speaking skills. And over there, you attend regular meetings once a week or twice a week. And you are within a group of people who are there to work on their public speaking skills. And there are programs that you have to follow. And they're there to help you out. They're very supportive group. It's a peer-to-peer learning process. And of course, it takes time, but it's not impossible because we have seen that with practice, with education, determination, you can become a great speaker. Apart from Toastmasters, do you have any program in people's speaking skills or something yes um there is um there is another so basically people if they want to go to Toastmaster that's an, an option the other option is to join um is to find the public speaking coaches and there is one that I know is called fearless presentation and it's uh, this um organization that have different coaches with who basically you can work on uh, improving your public speaking skills so that's one program the other program is um, like you can learn by yourself so you have to like find good uh, YouTube channel who provide you with some tips and advice on how you can work on your public speaking skills and of course there are podcasts as, as well that you can listen to this is this is more like do-it-yourself type of thing but if you want to have something with people I would suggest a fearless presentation where you have coaches to help you out or Toastmasters where you are in a group of people to help you out with public speaking. Okay, that's nice. I want to also know what what are the things you did to shape your speaking abilities or speaking skills? Honestly, I would say that I've been part of the Toastmasters for more than four years and I've been attending this organization. I've been part of this organization for many years and I've been attending the meetings on a regular basis, but I have also been trying to apply some of the things I've learned on my own. So I was a panel speaker for an organization and I had to speak along with other people and share my experience about working in finance. And I also have a YouTube channel channel where I get to work on my public speaking skills as well. Do you have any tips that you love to share regarding 
public speaking any tips for us Yes. So for when it comes to public speaking, a few of the things that you want to keep in mind is whenever you're presenting, always be prepared. So make sure to know your materials inside out. That's the first tip. The second tip is whenever you're presenting, always make sure to pause and use silences in between sentences to emphasize an idea or a concept. When you are rehearsing, try to uh, sound as natural as possible, so don't memorize. I would say that the biggest mistake when it comes to public speaking is that people memorize their script and then they forget what they have to say. Um, and four, I would say always ask for feedback. So every time you're presenting, ask for someone to give you a feedback uh, on how you have delivered the presentation and ask for points of improvement so you know how you're doing the next time. And the last, um, the last tip would be to always find a way to present. So if you're someone who is afraid of public speaking, but you still want to work on it, find an find an opportunity to speak. So if you're someone who works in, um, let's say in the corporate world and there is a, an opportunity for you to speak at a meeting, go ahead and speak. Uh, use that moment to basically um, work on your public speaking skills. If you have to give a workshop at work, go ahead, like... Uh, volunteer yourself to give the workshop. Uh, if you have to go and speak at a conference for work, go ahead and volunteer yourself. It's only when you push yourself that you can see some progress happening in you. So do you have any projects you are working on? Maybe, but I don't want to disclose too much about it right now. It's just that there are some things that are work in progress. Um, but for now, I'm not going to disclose too much. I just don't want to jinx it. So I would just, uh, I would just leave it there. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So where can we contact you if you want to reach you, you want to follow your blog or anything that you do? Yes. So I have a blog called myways.ca. I have a YouTube channel called Urmi Hossain. I have a LinkedIn profile called Urmi Hossain. And if anyone wants to purchase my book, it's available on Amazon. And it's called Discovering Your Identity, A Rebirth from International Struggle. Mm. Nice having you on board. It's like today you have taken us to like impact, how to impact ourselves, how to empower our fellow women, how to even present. You know, the presenting tips, people don't usually know it, but you are giving us it, like a shortcut to do certain things regarding our public speaking and thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. So, well, listeners, you heard what Umi said. So, always uh, remember that you can also impact someone around you. You can do something to help others also. The most important thing is that you have a drive pushing you to do what you do. And you want to share your thoughts about this episode. You can just share it on Spotify. There is an interaction box below so that you can share it. And also you can share it on Elevate with Bridget podcast listeners on Facebook. So as I always say, successful people always interbreed knowledge, wisdom, and love. And thank you for listening to this episode and stay blessed. Bye-bye.